You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, After Buzzers. Welcome to the first season, third episode of NBC's Deception. One, two, three. One, two, three. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me here are the incomparable to my left, Amber J. What's up? I'm Megan Thomas. What's up? I'm Bam Erickson. So, thing is for doing, and we're about to get into this because. This week was a little nutty. I think the crew would uh, agree with me on this one. Let's start off with uh, how the show opens. The show opens with Lies on his knees, putting a wire on. Well, I should say Will. Did I say Will? I say Lies? Yeah. Let's still stick to characters. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Will was putting a wire on Joanna. But it looked like they were doing something else. She was moaning and groaning and... Making all sorts of noises. I thought yeah. this was a family show. <laughs> what do you think about that, ma'am? They alluded, yeah, they alluded to something else. Because we left off last week with them kissing and, and getting naked and stuff. So I think they wanted to uh, capitalize off that and kind of keep it where we left off at. It seems to me that this guy is very, very distracted. He's a little bit too emotionally involved, I think, with... With Joanna and in, in the in the case. Is she he's not allowing her to. Go ahead, ma'am. And he's very jealous. I, I, you know what? It doesn't seem like it's jealousy to me. It just seems like it's more insecurity. I just feel like he's really insecure because well, this she has a back obviously a, a past with this guy. Thaddeus jealousy is insecurity. They go hand in hand. Bam, Amber. Bam, okay, Amber. <laughs> they I'll are give the you same that thing. Yes. yes, you're right. So Amber. he's jealous and he's insecure and that's I don't know. You know what, though? I think during this episode, I, I don't feel like his judgment is is cloudy just yet. I think he is still trying to be unbiased, even though he really does want to be with Joanna and he sees that she has a liking to Julian and Julian still likes her. He, because he tells her, you know, we got to finish this job. If he really was that jealous and his judgment was that cloudy, he would have told her, forget it. Let's just call it all off. This is not going to work. But he's threatened her several times between this week and last week. He's threatened her more than once. And he did it again this past week. Mm-hmm. Where he's always saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to take you off the case. That seems jealous to me. But, but why is he saying that? I think the last time he said it was because there was a lot of dangerous stuff going on. So it, was it because he was jealous or was it because there was a lot of danger and he didn't want his girl to get I think, with that? I think that he was making it a, as an excuse that it's dangerous when he's really feeling the fact that he doesn't want her to be around Julian. I agree. Because jo- Joanna can hold her own. Mm-hmm. Like she, you, We see that in yeah. this episode. So I don't think it's that dangerous. Running in um, the... Wedges. Yeah, yeah. The uh, flight tackle. I'm just people. saying, I don't think it's clouding his judgment just yet. Mm-hmm. I think in later episodes we might see that. Okay, I can agree with you. I don't think it's clouding his judgment yet, yes. but he does pout like a little 
<laughs> Sorry, lies, but you pa- your character. That's the character. Your, it's not a lie. Your, yeah. your, character, character. your character pops like a bitch. When, whenever you see something between between Joanne and Julian, you always pout like a bitch. Especially, well, we'll go into that. When you pout too, though, if your boo was finagling around with their first love. Okay, I mean, but you understand pout. this is the job. He's a fed for a reason. They're supposed to have, yeah. be held to a higher level of mm-hmm. professionalism, which is why they're they're Those feds. He's not a cop too. on the beat. But this is when he finds out though. He finds out a, a bit of information that he didn't know before that Joanna never told him, and that was that Julian was her first love. That she slept with him. They had a physical relationship. So that kind of changes the game a little bit because what does he tell her? He says to her, this is something like, I'm going to have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say about the att- district attorney going to like find this out? Right. You know, And then she's like, well, what about you keeping me in here? Like, she, where are you going to say says, that? Right, right. You have a good point, Megan. Because he, she... He says he's gonna, when, he th- when he threatens to take her off the case. She says, well, "What do you think the DA is going to care about more? Me having slept with the the suspect seventeen years ago, or the handler having slept with the asset two nights ago?" And notice yeah. that um, notice that Will didn't answer the question. He threw back another question at her. Right. So so he's deferring because he's you know Will is being a little bi about the situation, and just like she says, she says, "Look, I'm here to find out." who killed my best friend and right now I have leads to to pin it on Julian yeah. pretty much. So it's for him to say that right in the midst of her trying to actually find out and, you know, close it down on him, it's kinda like, dude, are you serious, bro? Like, you know, chill out. Like, you know, I do mean, your job. He's definitely jealous. Like he definitely just shows all the you know the characteristics of a jealous boyfriend like I'm gonna pull you know like making threats and right. doing this I'm gonna pull you off like, idle threats yeah no you're not doing <laughs> anything like stop like she I mean he, I guess he he's kind of like in between a rock and a hard place because it's like he needs her there but he wants a part of her too so it's like even how they open the show like alluding to that it's like when she kissed him he kind of didn't even want to kiss her back like that was the weird part like so it's like on one hand you want to act like the jealous boyfriend but then when I kiss you goodbye. You're jumping back, and your body language is saying like you don't even want me to touch you. So that's a good point, Amber. Uh, go ahead, ma'am. And then also, if you think about it, she kind of put this on herself. She went over to the house at the very last episode, um, last week's episode. At the at the very end, she went to the house because she was feeling a certain way because of uh, something that happened between she and Julian. So she goes over to the house and she makes the initiation. So if she would have never made the initiation, she would have never went over there. They would never slept together. And then Will's character would not be so borderline jealous, insecure, possessive, etc. If she had never went over there, went over there in the first place. So, so it's her it's, fault. It could be. It, you know, that's one way to look at it. I mean, it's always the woman's fault. No, really? it's not her fault. Exactly. I think he's being a little over emotional. I think he's being a little over emotional. But she did sleep. I mean. Are we just throwing sex around like it's just does it does it matter anymore? Yeah, here? But, or it's just casual. But, like, but, I, but honestly, think about this: you haven't talked to this girl for two years. You want her to come and jump into an investigation that you have invested in, even though you had a relationship with her in the past. You know that she has a history that you're not a, completely aware of, so you have to be cognizant of that fact for one you don't know what's gonna pop up and you're supposed to be a professional yeah you're an fbi agent dude for crying out loud get in there get the job done how would you allow yourself to get so emotionally involved and even jeopardize your case that you've been working on so hard by allowing a personal relationship to conflict with that 
But it's Megan Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good point, Amber. That means you know it is you know it is making good. It's making good. And she yes, is amazing. She I would compromise fine. a lot of my morals. It did make him drink on the job. Yeah, because remember there were like he opened that he when he found that out cabinet. that Julian was her first. Yeah, yeah. Julian yeah. popped that. Took that beer. Yeah, he said, ah. <laughs> "I know he wants to slap the heck out of that dude." Yeah. <laughs> yes, what well, cop? Well, since we're talking about Joanna and Will, you, let's kind of let's add Julian into the equation yeah. since they do have um, a love triangle that's going on. Well, they do have a love triangle that's going on. Let's talk about the dinner. When they went to dinner. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's when Joanna finds out that Julian was with Vivian the night that she died. Right. And we see in a flashback that Vivian is all in Julian's face, and she's basically going to—she's basically telling him that I'm going to bring down Bowers Pharmaceutical. Right. You know, there's a cover-up here. I can't believe you—you're despicable. You're disgusting. Right. And um, they get into this argument, and he punches her in the face. He Backhand slaps her. Backhand slaps her, look like a it's all bad. one two knockout. <laughs> no, he, he punches her in the face, yeah, that and bad. that's where she gets the bruise on her cheek um, from, from his the ring. ring, right? And so from there, when you know, when he tells Joanna that, she's automatically like, you know, I was suspicious, but now I feel like it was you. So then she tells Will, who then has his um, colleagues look to the traffic cams to see where Julian's car goes that night, because right. Julian said he went home right. after. He had the altercation with his sister. Right. Because he didn't go try to find her. But he also gives himself up, too. Because he's like, I haven't been here since, what What do you say, a month like, ago or something? Yeah. Or, I haven't been here. You know, I haven't cooked anything or I had some Thai food in here or something. So he gives himself up. So, But I think it's kind of weird how the, the two clues contradicted themselves. Like, they didn't see his car go there. But they didn't see it leave either. And then he's like, well, I went and slept with another girl. They remember in episode one, Mm -hmm. we see him wake up next to someone. Mm -hmm. But it never says where he is. So I feel like they're going to use that later on. But I think it said that he was at her house. Because remember he said that he left, like he never came home that night. Later on in the episode, we find out when he's at the dinner with Joanna at his house and he's chopping the stuff up. and. You know, he 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 messes himself up because he says, oh, I haven't been home in over a month, but your sister just died and you said that you were home the night she died. So that's what makes Joanna go, wait a minute. You you haven't been home for a month. I thought you said you came home the night, you know, after you saw Vivian. What does that mean? And so then he's like, you know, I I didn't say it, but I went to a friend's house because I didn't want to think I did. You know, after all that happened, I went to somebody else's house. Well, he didn't want he basically said, you know, when you're trying to rekindle something with somebody that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. You don't want her to know that, hey, I went and hooked up with somebody else. I don't want that image to be the image that you get mm-hmm. of me, which is completely realistic. You know why? Because I'm sure she's just a frivolous something or another that he hooked up with for that night, a booty call in his black book. He just hit, you know, hit her up and was like, I'm coming through kind of thing. Just to kind of, because he has shown and they've established his character as drowning himself in frivolous activity. Yeah. You know, he drinks, he parties, he sleeps with random floozies or whatever. That's just what he does. And so, so it, it's consistent with his character. Yeah. But I was really mad. I was upset with Joanna for like a, like, she just interrogated him. Yeah. And it's like, you're blowing your cut. I was so mad. Like, why are you doing this? You know, like, be quiet. Like, this this fine yeah. man is about to cook you this amazing meal. Like, he's go. over here chefing it up for you. And <laughs> she's, like, ruining it. I was so mad at her. Like, I just wanted to, like, jump through the screen and choke her. Do you think that she came off like she was investigating? Or do you think she was, she has feelings for him, but then also 
that was her best friend growing up. So do you think it was more an investigative way that she was coming at him or coming at him in a way where she's like the girlfriend or the potential girlfriend who just wants answers? I think I don't think any normal girlfriend or any potential would, would interrogate somebody like that because only an FBI agent would be like putting clues together like that. You know, yeah. like she's she's blowing her cover like she's doing she's going too far it's like what are you doing Mm -hmm. like chill out like just enjoy dinner you know and I feel like she'll get you know I don't know I just didn't like the way she did that she was just so and he was like all right well I'm not hungry anymore well here's the thing she's not stupid they messed the the relationship up whatever whatever she could have potentially had with him him getting closer to her you know Julian revealing more stuff to Joanna that has now been shut down or it'll take a whole lot of trust to build that back up yeah. because now he's like you just you basically accused me of killing my sister right. so I don't even want to be in the same room with somebody who thinks that I killed my sister who I love and I'm over here suffering and grieving for so now she feels crappy good point at the same time he did admit that he slapped his sister so just like you slap your sister doesn't mean you're a killer. But but I slap my brother all the time. Siblings siblings have a different kind of relationship, obviously, than somebody in like an intimate relationship or whatever or whatnot. It's just the tone is different. So that doesn't make it right or anything like that that he hit her or whatever. But you would obviously anybody that has a sibling would know that the tone of a sibling relationship is going to be different. Yeah, like your brother hitting you and your boyfriend hitting you are two different things. Because if my boyfriend hits me, I'm going to go crazy. But if my brother, you know, I'm going to hit him back. Right. But in Vivian, I mean, Joanna knows the relationship between Vivian and Julian. And it's a little hostile Mm -hmm. at times. Um, So, I just don't know. I don't think... I I think... I I feel like Julian's innocent now. Like, he is like... He has shown that he's innocent in my mind. I I agree with that. I don't think he... His alibi... Make you know it makes sense. Well, we that still hasn't been fleshed out completely. I mean, I think the if the writers are creative enough, they can still twist this however they want to twist mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But that the whole situation with Julian and the dinner thing, I, I think that because of the emotional ties that Joanna has with Julian, that even though she did come off a little interrogative. If that's not, I don't think that's a word, people. Interrogation is not a word. <laughs> Interrogatory? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know either right now. But <laughs> even though she did come off a little cop-ish with her <laughs> questioning <laughs> while he was dicing tomatoes or whatever, it was kind of like, oh, I think only we saw that. Yeah. He's emotionally, you know, invested in this situation, and so is she. So because... He's trying to get back with her and the emotional complications of his sister dying. And it's just so much going on that could easily be like quilted into just whatever's going on. Now, Edward, on the other hand, that'd be a different story. Edward is kind of onto her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Julian isn't because Julian wants to get back, you know, and taste that chocolate one more time. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, hey, I would. I'm not sure. There's a point I want to bring up. So we we um we mentioned that Joanna is kind of coming off a little coppish like she's blowing a cover. Something else that seems a little interesting to me is the fact that, you know, Will is a part of the FBI and they are using a wire on Joanna. Joanna works in the office where she has access to everything. And she lives in the house. And she lives in the house. 
I don't understand, and this is for the deception writers, I don't understand why is a wire needed right. besides the fact that it gave it gave an ooh factor in the very beginning to see their chemistry and to see Megan's body. Like that's the only reason that I could see why they would use a wire. But she has access to all of these things and it's with the FBI. So the wire should be the that versus should, a bug. Yeah. You mean? Yeah. Like why can't they plant bugs in the house? Is that she could absolutely she could bug the hell out that house and I don't understand why they're going to a wire. That just seems so like nineteen ish 70, 80, just whatever. Like. It, it does seem a little old school, man. You got a point about that. To me, I'm thinking, like, isn't there, like, a tapping app that you can download? <laughs> a tapping app. I mean, I know I got voice record on my PDA, so it's like, you know, you can record stuff. People record stuff all the time, unbeknownst to other people, so it's kind of like... Just like in the pilot episode when, right. when she was outside listening to Edward and uh, the wife, and when she, she fell or something, it kind of hurt her noise, like, why could not she was listening why why wasn't there a bug then right and so. and, 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 and it's because she has access to the to the house to the office you would think that she could just take some audio bugs and just mm-hmm. kind of pop them in different locations and kind of control the conversations i know that you know them traveling like him whisking her off to the Bahamas, like stuff happens cuz when you got 10 billion dollars and you're mm-hmm. paid and you're rich you can just do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. on a whim and so if the wire is on her, they can always get the information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still a stretch to me. The wire is, is still because I just feel like, you know, I know the government has access to higher level technology than mm-hmm. using a wire. It does seem a little. Old but I think the FBI is already on. the. If you if you remember, I think in the first or second episode, the um, Will's boss, mm-hmm. who I guess his boss is actually the head of the FBI is con- is the one who plays golf with Robert Bowers. So right. they're already like, don't mess with this family unless you're for sure because right. this is my homie. So mm-hmm. I think I don't I don't know if the FBI is really you know they're, they're probably apprehensive about giving them extra equipment, extra things because they don't you know that's their people. They right. don't want to mess with the Bowers. Right, that makes sense. Budget. That's a very cuts, that's a good point, Megan. Sorry. That's a great point. At um, next scope, she should be yeah. coming up with that logical. I know. Thank you. Put but on writing, writing. <laughs> speaking of all the writing staff. Speaking of all of this audio and bugging and all these things where people can listen, mm-hmm. what do you have to say <laughs> about oh. listening and audio? Oh, you guys, make sure you go to iTunes and check out our show. You can rate and comment and make sure you tell your friends, you know, get your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, get everybody involved. Only takes a minute and, you know, give us five stars. Let us know that you appreciate the show. We definitely read your comments. So, yes, go to iTunes. iTunes. iTunes podcast deception. Yeah. What's up with Mia, though? Mia? Oh, God. Let's talk about Mia. Let's talk about... The disturbing way she was able to lie to her father without, mm. like, taking a breath. She's just, like, straight up, like, oh, my gosh. She is a, she is a Bowers. That's she not, is good. Yes. So what happens? She, Teenagers are good at lying, but she's, 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 she's really good. She's, got, she's quick. She's very quick. She, so Mia ends up yeah, so what skipping that, school. Right. She leaves school because her new little love bug, this guy, this, this you know, kind of dreamy Bad boy. mystery guy named Kyle rides up on his motorcycle. So she skips class. She goes with him, hangs out with him. Um, in the midst of this, she misses a very important interview with, I think, 
Time, like style, style, style magazine. It's oh, some kind yeah. of um, uh, interview that's going to be in a magazine about style. And her father was waiting for her with the interviewer, and she never showed up. Right. Called her. She never picked up. And then when he gets home, he he asks her about it. He's like, you know, that interview was today. Where were you? And she's like, oh. While she's mixing popcorn and jelly beans. Yes. She, she <laughs> lies to his face, and he already knows that she'd skip school because Rayburn had... Rayburn told him, yeah, she wasn't at school today. She left. So he was disturbed because his daughter literally bold-faced lied to him right. and didn't bat a lash. Like, it's like, why are you disturbed by that? Because you do this every day. Like, Well, I loved how he didn't respond. Like, he didn't react because yeah. he's so smooth. He's so used to it because the, the, the world they live in is, like, such on another level of deception. So and to be quiet. He, he hugged her. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. That's what well, she threw that popcorn. She did. I was that was like, hilarious. Punched in her My face. My mom would have grabbed me so quick. <laughs> yes, but she, she threw that popcorn in him when he grounded her. Like, what? you just got grounded. I would have got beat down. Right. Car Double. taken. Give me your 10 credit cards, young lady. You know, right. karate chopped in the throat. <laughs> you remanded to your wing of the house for 24 hours. Okay, that's punishment. That's fine. <laughs> Sit here, play my video game. Give me your iPhone 5. <laughs> and so I think that what's crazy about that situation, though, is with Sophia, you know, kind of rewarding her. But in a way, I think she did that. She rewarded Mia with a shopping trip as she, you know because she's like I need I'm missing my Dior clutch or whatever right. clutch let's go shopping but I think she also did that to kind of get her daughter's uh, get on her daughter's good side and be like I'm with you I understand your father is overreacting right. I think she did that to her so that she could kind of gain a little more um, trust from her daughter and her daughter would be more willing to, to open up about stuff right. and then we see from that that Kyle ends up coming to the house. Which oh is really funny. Yes. But going back to when she came in and asked her mom, I don't think that's fair. She <laughs> wanted this, this spiel about how it's not fair that dad is not going to let me see him anymore ever again. I get the punishment. Yes. And she did admit she was like, I was disrespectful. I did lie. But to not ever be able to see this guy again, that's a little bit unfair. I think the parents, they do have to play a good cop back up. I mean, I think Sophia is trying to get back into Mia's good graces for whatever reason. Like, yeah. She's very loving to her with, this episode. Yeah, I mean, usually she's just like, whatever, I'm going to do this. And she did say, you're rewarding her with shopping. She says, no, I'm neutralizing your behavior. Yeah. Because she has to do this debutante ball and stuff anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, they went shopping. But it's like, why do you do that? I mean. But let's let's also think about the other picture. Sophia, as I called her before, you know, she's, I called her the mean witch or the mean bitch or something. She has motives. Like, she's a very, I have to give it to her. Her character is a very smart person. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a couple of things that she's trying to, she's trying to kill a couple of birds in one stone. So the first one is, okay, well, I do need to get on uh, Mia's good graces. Also, at the same time, who is this boy? Clearly, Clearly, um, Sophia and Bob have had conversation because they do pillow talk at night and they play cards. Okay, Rummy, Rummy. so they have pil- <laughs> so they have Rummy. They play pil- they have pillow talk. So she was aware of the situation and the guy. So therefore, okay, I need to get into Mia's good graces, but also at the same time, I need to find out who this boy is because she does. You know, she doesn't like people coming into the family. Yeah. Right. And when she was dancing with them, you know, she basically warned them, if you have any arterial motives, basically I'll take you out. 
I mean, that you, was crazy because, yeah. like, yeah. And he just kept on dancing like it was normal. Like, mm-hmm. this is not normal. But at first, I thought because because this Kyle character has arterial motives um, based off what we saw last week. For a split second, I thought that she was in cahoots with yeah. Kyle. I did just too. for a second, yeah. I, I thought that. But right. then she went into her whole killer mode. I thought she was gonna pull a racket from from her brazier or something right. and something. put it up against his thro- put it up against his throat. I, she she did say if your intention is to. Get go after or attain anything but my daughter's heart. Mm-hmm. I will eat you. Right. Yeah. Like, so she she made it yeah. clear, and she's actually probably the scariest character on the show. Like, I'm more afraid of her than Rayburn. Me oh, and yeah. Rayburn could box, but her she was you know Something invite you over drink. to a nice dinner, kill you. Yeah, and she and was so smiling. You and and just, yeah. yeah, and then she doesn't. She does not miss. A beat. Mm-hmm. That shouts to Catherine Lenas because she's a bomb actress. Yes. Gotta get her in here. But uh yeah, Sophia is she's she's the one to watch. But I think we gotta watch Kyle too because the fact that that didn't phase him lets us know yeah. that he is he's kinda used to this craziness. And so the question is why? Because he's why pro- is he he's okay? poor. It's like you come from that and you didn't even blink. Yes. But he did kinda when she said what she said, he did kinda his body changed a little bit. I noticed this because just really feeling from a guy standpoint, knowing like going to somebody's house or whatever that you haven't met their parents before, been over there. And when she told him that, his body language and face did change a little bit. A grown lady says she's going to eat you. You're going to keep dancing with her or you're going to back up? Well, no. Well, in, that, in that circumstance, he had no choice. He had no choice because if he let, well, she wasn't going to let him go. Can we also talk about before we get before we even got to um, the the debutante uh, dancing when Mia and Kyle were together? They were at that little place where the kids were on the trampoline, right? And mm-hmm. so they were, you know, exchanging information. So tell me something about you. Tell me, you know, I think Kyle has planted everything of how and what he's going to say. Yeah, I do not believe that he's poor. Um, I don't believe he's. I don't believe he's poor. There's something. That's going to be. I feel that something's going to be revealed about him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's poor. I think he's playing like a poor person, or he's playing a way so that he can get right. closer to Mia and whatever, whatever his motive is. All this misinformation yeah. just yeah. to yeah get closer to her. And he knows a lot about her. He knows where she likes to hang out. He knows, um, you know, her school schedule. Because how do you randomly show up at a museum that she's already that she's coming to? Right. So I think he he he's been watching her for a while, or whoever has hired him right. has had you know has been watching. Her. So he knows her routine very well, and of course, that means he knows what kind of guy she's probably gonna be more. She's gonna take a liking to, right. and that's who he is portraying for her. So it's gonna that's be very point. interesting to see how that develops. And that's in my predictions. Who is gonna come out as being behind Kyle. this Kyle person? And next time, learn how to play the piano, brother. Because <laughs> his pantomime, yeah, that, that was bad. His fingers was like this. He was like, it was, it was a bad shot. Yeah. Let's play together, buddy. Okay, so let's let's talk. Let's talk about Julian approaching Edward about this Haberstock situation. Yes, and you know um, that was hilarious. Uh, reeling his big brother in, like, uh, I need your help. Save me. Yeah, help me out here. Uh, the situation seems as if maybe. Julian has been bailed out by his older brother on past occasions. He's uh, just like you to to you know handle hand your crap off to me. Pretty much. he didn't say that, but you know pretty much that's what he said in a nutshell. But I thought Julian had a. I thought his reasons was great. His brother Edward was an intern for him, so it would only 
makes sense that he would be the one to talk to him because he knows him and he can have a he could he could have the conversation to build up to asking versus Julian because Julian doesn't know him well. So I thought that was a great excuse or reason for why Julian wanted his brother to go and speak with the senator. Not only that, he was obviously a well. He he was an aspiring politician. Politician, yeah. So he knows the lingo. He knows the terminology. He knows the whole tone of how to deal with this guy. Um, and he's older, so he's been around and probably has a better relationship with him. Obviously, because like you said, ma'am, he was an intern for him as well mm-hmm. as all of his other interests or whatever. So what happened when oh, he went to go see him, Amber? When Edward went to go see. Haverstock. Um, is that wait? That's the father who punched the him. Right? No, no. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Punched him Before better. that, what is? Before that, remember when oh. Edward wanted to go see him? Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about the father. You want to okay. talk about the father? Megan, you talk about the Megan, talk about the brother. Talk about the brother meeting. Edward, so, when Edward went to go meet Haverstock. Edward goes to talk with Haverstock on his yacht, and we see Haverstock is clearly a womanizer. He's over here texting. LOL, smiley face, oh, whatever. LMFAO. Yes. That was funny. So atrocious. I love John Larroquette. John Larroquette, you're the bomb. Yes, but grown men should not be texting LMFAO or anything else. No smiley faces. Unless they're buying concert tickets for their daughters. He does. Okay, if you're buying concert tickets for your daughter for the LMFAO concert, then it's okay. That's that's basically like... That's like an old person just trying to be cool. Just like when you have that old auntie when um, when the wobble or something comes up and they want to be the first one on the dance floor. It's kind of one of those things. No, where, it's one of those things worse. where they think it's funny all the stuff that young people do. And they're like kind of... They try to do it. They're, they're doing it I'm because be they think auntie. it's funny. They're like poking fun. <laughs> He's like LMFAO. <laughs> Sin. Like, it thinks it's yeah, funny. He's like clowning. just unbecoming. Right. But okay. the most important thing about this in exchange is that... Um, Jewel, excuse me, Edward asks uh, Haverstock to meet with his father. He said, right. you know, my brother talked to you and my dad's not going to meet with you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hold on, wait a minute. And he throws in his face the issue that happened about 16 years ago with Edward allegedly raping and killing Kimberly Yeager. Right. And he alludes to the fact that you killed the girl right. and I helped cover it up. Right. So because I helped cover it up. Your dad owes me, so go and tell your dad that, or else Lyrital, I'll make sure Lyrital never sees the light of day. But that was actually, only seemed like part of it. He just threw that in his face to get him all Bambi-eyed. It, there seems like there's something else besides, because he wanted to get Edward out of his comfort zone of being, I'm going to come here and fix this situation. And by him bringing that up, that completely got Edward out of his comfort zone. So now... All Edward can do is go back to his father and say, this dude wants to meet with you. Like, what the heck is going on? But, but he more so, he did it because he not only will will uh, Edward go back to his father, but now Edward has questions to ask his father because it's obvious that he does not know what happened. And how do you not know if you kill somebody? Well, he said he blacked out, he remember? Blacked out and, he was he, he, and he wakes up because they do the flashback and he wakes up. And he looks around, his face is kind of bloody, and he looks outside, and here's Kimberly Yeager's dead body outside. I don't care what 
type of drug, Molly, or anything that you're on. <laughs> like, you know, if you rape somebody and you killed them, like, I mean, he I might have been on that anesthesia. Who I don't knows? buy. I don't buy that. Like, that. my anesthesia. girls are like, oh my gosh, I was so drunk. I don't remember what happened. You remember what happened? I'm just not. I don't buy it. Like. That whole thing is so weird to me. Like, how do you not remember anything? Well, maybe somebody drugged him, and he literally Who's blacked drugging out. drugging him? He could have That's been. what I'm saying. But That's see, what we got to figure out. Exactly. But see, when you're in that position, mm-hmm. you're a target, and you're left vulnerable. Yeah. And then when you're young, see, this is the time when Mia and T fought maybe 16 years ago. Edward was a young man. He was probably, like, in his early 20s or something like that. So around that time when kids are growing up in their teens and their young 20s and they want to live life and have a good time, and they're in that position, that's when they're the most vulnerable because they're doing all kind of crazy stuff. So it's easy to catch them slipping. Yeah. Which is what happened with him. I still don't buy it. There's something that's missing in this story. Well, there is something that's missing in the story, and they have to reveal that. I mean, he went to go ask his father. He's like, yo, did I kill this girl? Yeah, because he he really feels like he didn't do it. You know, he he had that conversation with Joanna um, a couple episodes ago, and he's like, I... You know, I'm being accused of being a murderer, but I don't feel like a murderer. I don't think I'm a murderer, you know, right. but and now we see here that he literally does not know what happened that night. He has no clue. All he knows is that he's getting accused of killing some girl and he's like, I have no recollection of this. Go ahead, Ben. Backtrack really quick. The senator says the you know, the issue is uh the issue is with uh, me and your father. Right. So that goes to just go along that there is some major beef going on between the two right. and and right now Bob has the upper hand because Bob is not checking for uh, is not checking for Senator Senator really wants to talk to him and right. Bob and it's not about the it's not about the Ashley Yeager situation. No, it's I think K- it's Kimberly something. Yeager. It's yeah. not about the Kimberly it's Yeager something, situation. It's, it's something else. that goes far beyond exactly. that. But the two of them, it's, it appears that the two of them do have something. They were in cohorts with uh, with 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 this whole murder. Right. But now going back to when when uh, Edward and Bob, when father and son had the conversation, again, when Edward asked what happened, mm-hmm. he said that. He says that I made a bad mistake, but he never answered the question. And for me, when you never, when you don't answer the question, that means you're guilty. You're guilty. You're lying. That's just he what killed. I think. Yeah, yeah he no, killed this, he this killed is, this is what yes. I think. I don't think he did. This is I don't think he did either. But I think that How Robert doesn't know either. I think Robert doesn't know for sure. So I think because Robert, because Haverstock took care of it is why exactly. I think he doesn't know what really happened. He, doesn't he just know, know what got taken but care of. Exactly. Robert. Is my new favorite character, Robert? You are worth. <laughs> Why is, is he your new favorite character, Amber? Because the way he smacked <laughs> the senator. I mean, oh, I'm talking gosh. about just boom. Overhand, overhand left. Like, yes. I smacked him right in the mouth. Mess with my family. This is what's gonna happen. Exactly, and that's how. Now I feel right. He's my new favorite character. He handled that like a boss. Like, I mean, just walked in there. I don't have time for this. Right. Shut up. Leave I don't care if you're the senator. Like, Leertrol's still gonna come out. I still don't have it for you, and I'm going to smack you. Like, and told the floozy, he said, whatever you told you, you better get it in writing. And it yeah. walked out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, and then check the girl, too. Like, ha-ha, come get your Like, right. I, that was the best that, This That was the best part of the episode to me. That was, Ember, that was a great scene. But you can't tell me someone who's worth $10 billion that you can't figure out or find out who killed this girl. And because he didn't answer that question and he avoided it, I find, I think he's guilty in some way. I'm just, I'm just saying. I know he's guilty. I mean, you think Edward's, you think Edward's guilty? No, 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 no. I think Edward's guilty. I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence in regards to if Edward really remembered because. Mm-hmm. 
how can you just not remember if you kill somebody? But, but look at but look at how he was talking. Why would you ask your father those questions if you really did remember something? The, the, I don't think though the questions would then be like, Dad, what did you what did you guys do to fix it? What did you guys? It wouldn't have been, did I kill the girl? Why would you ask your father that if you really truly knew? That's because then your dad would know that you he already knows. But then that you his knew. Da- but the way he but the way Robert answered that question was just like, I did what I had to do for your future. Exactly. Like that's telling you that you killed the girl. Like I'm basically telling you that you killed somebody. Well, no, because it's not. No, I, I he, feel like I took that as Robert was telling his son, I did what I had to do to make sure your future was secure. Right. So that could have been everything from, you know, maybe I, I killed her personally or I had somebody kill her, whatever the case may be. It's like, well, I'm not no. even going to talk to you about that. We're not going to revisit that because there's so many doors that are open. Because if he tells, if he tells his son, no, you didn't kill the girl, then the question is, who killed her? Because I was with her and I know you came, Dad. What happened? So why don't you just tell him that he killed her? And problem solved. Because his, it's his son, and he loves his son, and he knows his son didn't do it. That's why, I think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. So, That's fine. Okay. Fine. Fine, Megan. You win. That was you nice, can Megan. have that one, Megan. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. Okay. So, point. Let's, let's get back to Joanna really uh, really quickly here. And the the call, they tracked uh, Ben's slash baby daddy's cell phone. <laughs> and FBI busting on him earlier in the episode, and they can't catch him off the fire escape. They come in guns blazing, but they can't catch Will him. All the, men, all the men cannot just, catch this guy. Yeah. Will okay. let me down. He did. So, I was like, you just got all this fine muscle, these nice big thighs. Oh, and he, he, he can't, can't catch, even catch nobody. But then Joanna. Here comes but Joanna. Then, but then Joanna <laughs> shows up at the job. Because because Ben, what did Ben do? Ben robbed uh, he Edward hit of his with a, car. He took his a, Bentley. A Billy Club. Right. He's coming in the mm-hmm. garage. He takes his car his because his car day. has his badge, right. has Edward's badge to Bowers Pharmaceutical. Right. So he goes, you know, once Joanna figures out that his car's been stolen, mm-hmm. Edward's wife tells her, yeah, his badge, I think, which was kind of weird, by the way. Did you see when Joanna was questioning and the um, wife is Edward's just so wife. stupid. Like, like so I don't know. Did, he, did, she, did he take the car? What was in it? Like, right. that kind of stuff. That was kind of weird. But then that made her go to Bowers Pharmaceutical where she finds Baby Daddy Ben downloading something. Right. But, Megan, that now goes back. Let me jump back on Amber. The way she was questioning the um, the wife. Samantha. Samantha. Mm-hmm. That was very police-like. Very. But she's very. She's frazzled. She's very chicken-headish. And she just, she chicken-headed. can't really, she can't really think ooh, straight. Ooh. And I so, mean, she's just got programmed last week. Yeah, remember? yeah. So she's under mind control right now, and she yeah. has to cooperate mm-hmm. and do what she's whatever. To do. But she's giving herself up because of that. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I do like how she called her mom, and I wish they would, the show would actually actually show where her mom is and what's going on with her mother. Yeah, uh, I think that's situation. gonna happen. It probably that's a good will. prediction. So Joanna chases him down. Which I thought was amazing that and she wedges. chased him down in, he- in wedges and heels. caught him <laughs> and caught him. I mean, and she overcoat. like sprung on him like that was no. Awesome. She she but she Will Super Bowl she but... Super Bowl Ray Ray Lewis tackled him from yes. like she flew <laughs> and her legs were in the air and her and her wingspan was just like right. and you could speaking see her. of the Super Bowl go Ravens you out your mind girl <laughs> Niners <laughs> see that hat that damn has on. <laughs> Reverend Ray That was Ray. for the Ravens, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Next. Um, okay, so what? she catches this guy. He's taking off. He hits the fire uh, the fire exit again uh, down the side stairs. She chases him down in her wedges, <laughs> and she tackles him on the stairs. They have a scuffle, 
and somewhere in the middle of them punching and kicking, she convinces or she she, she busts him. her co- she she blows her cover and tells him, "I'm a cop." Tired of her blowing her you. cover. Tired yes. of her blowing her cover. Now for this for this this whole scenario or this whole scene for me, it wasn't believable, writers, for me, <laughs> and that and is it, and it probably was not the writing, it was probably the direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it was the direction. It wasn't the writing. Because if they directed the scene differently or choreographed it differently, it could have been more believable. I think mm-hmm. he should have fell down the stairs. I think if he tripped and he if fell, he tripped that would have made more sense exactly. that she could catch up to him. I would rather have taken a wedge off and thrown it and hit him upside the head. <laughs> that, I would have preferred that than her. She hawked this dude. Like, she ran like a 4 2 40 and she That's was like, That's not ah, believable ah, either. She just, that, so she has perfect aim. She's got this Peyton Manning arm and she throws and she... But you know, an angry saying, woman with just, a shoe? Exactly. Okay. My mama got me a couple times with the shoes. Joe hated me. I don't. As far as as far as Joanne catching him, mm-hmm. that is possible because she's a cop and and she should be able to run fast. But what does not make sense is the fact that. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> for real. So you're you're telling me Man, that Joanne in heels can catch this guy, the same guy that jumped rooftops and was running like she crazy. caught the crackhead at the first episode. Okay, but. The, and the crackhead kind of fell. So. And the crackhead was a woman as well. Exactly. And so you're telling me that, that Joanna can catch the dude, <laughs> but Will cannot. And Will has on his running shoes. I just, why is it that I'm the guy and you're the female? And I'm trying to say that there are some women that are quick enough and can Thank run you, fast. Well, I, I'm with you. I, I agree with that. But I'm saying in this scenario, she's got on her heels. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make logical sense. We're just saying how, saying. I'm saying how it was shot. It, oh. it, to how it was shot and how it was choreographed. It wasn't believable. I think y'all are haters. Okay, but what bothered me? What bothered me with <laughs> with the scene is, like I said, I do think that it's possible that she could have caught him, even though she kind of at one point she kind of like slid on the wedge. But what what disturbed me the most was I hate when I can see the stunt double. Oh yeah, and you could see it all throughout the them. scene, and it, both of them, and that just bothers me. Right. So that's yeah. So that was disturbing to me that you could see the stunt double. So for me, that's why it killed the whole scene. And that's part of the whole chore- choreography of mm-hmm. the yeah. scene and the direction of the scene. Um, I mean, it's but hard to look like people, Megan though; she's too pretty. Yeah, I don't think most people could tell though. But I think yeah, yeah I could a little tell. more. Well, actually, someone eye. can call in. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left here on the show. You can call in four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine and tell us. Anything and ask us any questions and, and give us any comments that you think about all the stuff that you've been yeah. watching along with us with Deception, especially as far as that fight scene was concerned and the apprehension of baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we pretty much covered everything for this episode. I know we might have left out a couple things. That's why we need you guys to call in anytime you guys want. Otherwise, we'd be here all night, probably until next week, until the next episode, we're watching it on the screen. Um, let's jump into news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Meg Scoop, Amber J, what's cracking? News and gossip. Well, unfortunately, uh, Deception is down a little bit in the rankings. How far down? Um, I don't have the exact numbers. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I actually, I have the numbers. Uh, but just keep talking while I look okay, it up. Um, uh, so my only news and gossip, uh, Megan and her husband, her beautiful husband. Devon Franklin. Devon Franklin. Devon Franklin. <laughs> Franklin. Um, <laughs> they were on media takeout. 
And if you don't know what Media Takeout is, it's just like a gossip blog. But um, Media Takeout never has anything positive to say. And they had some really good things to say about them. They said they're a very attractive-looking couple, that they look very happy, and they look like the black Barbie and Ken. So, oh, that's nice. Kudos to Megan and Devon for, you know, you know, making that name for themselves on Media Takeout. I thought they looked very good. So. And shout-out to MTO for yeah, thanks, keeping Media it classy. Takeout. Okay. That's and, what's up. Go and ahead, so ma'am. the ratings, they were... Um, and the demographic, they were 1.2. They were tied with Hawaii Five-0. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii Five-0 is a good show. I, I love like, how you really feel, Amber. I like Hawaii Five-0, but they uh, they tied 1.2, uh, and they were both uh, behind on um, Castle, which was 1.4. And the overall ratings was 3.7 million. Mm. Okay. So we just got to get back so above that's not, Castle. So that's, that's, not, that's not too bad, actually. Yeah. Um, I can deal with that for right now. Make sure, sure you guys keep tuning in. I'm sure it's yeah. going sure to get better. As the plot uh, thickens mm-hmm. with deception, let's jump into predictions for week four, season and one. Now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. Deception. Okay, week four, season one, NBC's Deception predictions. Amber J, go. Okay, my prediction is that Kyle, his true intentions, they get revealed. Um, we saw, like, in the teaser about the debutante ball that Mia's birth mother might get exposed. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to expose that. I don't think they're going to let that go. But I think Kyle is going to have a big part in that. And I think Mia is going to run to him. And now that we know that Mia is going to be in danger, I think Kyle is going to be the source of the danger that she gets I into. run to you. Oh, no, not like that. Not Whitney. Ooh. Lord bless you, Whitney. Don't, don't sing like that. <laughs> oh, don't want her song. So that's my prediction. Okay. It's about Kyle. Okay. Next scoop. Bam er- Erickson. Predictions, week four, season one. Go. Ladies first. No, I always go first. You go. Okay, my predictions. <laughs> Bam Erickson, week four, season Bam, one. Bam, be a lady. Okay. Go. Go. <laughs> well, I'm excited that we're going to find out um, more in regards to how Mia is not the, um, how Mia is not the uh, daughter of... Sophia and Bob so that was revealed and so I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that will Mia find out exactly will she find out next week maybe or I would say in about two weeks she'll find out and and then her and Sophia will be back at each other's uh, throats but the question is will it be revealed that Vivian is the mom Ooh. okay question man week four Megan Thomas prediction go so I think there's going to be some issues with baby daddy Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, now that it's been revealed that Joanna's a cop, I think they're going to try to bring him in and maybe put a wire on him and question him. But I think something's going to happen to him in the process okay. because that would just be too easy to say, hey, we're bringing you in. You tell us everything and the show's done. Gotcha. But something's going to happen. And I think it's going to be in regards to Edward, because if you remember he Edward was the only person that had contact with Ben. Mm-hmm. He knew about Ben's whereabouts. He knew what was going on with Ben. So there might be some issues there. Not quite sure what, but I think there's going to be a bigger storyline next week on Baby Daddy Ben. Okay. Well, my prediction for next week, I think Julian, uh, Joanna's going to have to get back in Julian's graces, good graces, some kind of way based on what just happened. Definitely what you guys said about Mia finding out about her mother, something is going to happen with that. Um, and we have to see what's going on with Kyle as well. I think more will be revealed about maybe who's who hired him or whatnot uh, and what his agenda is. So until next week, where can we find you guys? You can Megan find Thomas. me on Twitter and Facebook at Meg. 
scoop. I want to talk to you, so hit me up. You can find me on Twitter at Bam Erickson. I'll be tweeting all Sunday for the Super Bowl when the Niners beat the Ravens. Boom. <laughs> what? Amber uh, J, go. You can find me on Twitter at I'm Amber J, J-A-Y-E, and the Ravens are definitely taking it home. Uh, Reverend Ray, we got this. Boo to the 49ers. Colin, you can go sit down. A Reverend do wrong, And you can Ray. find me on Twitter Whatever. at Club Thaddeus, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S, and you can find me here on Tuesdays at 11 p.m. with Bam Erickson and Nick Perdue for uh, CBS's Vegas. Tell go Ravens! Week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.